Perfect. <laughs> I never when seen. When I'm gone, never seen Pitch Perfect. Wow, and you love acapella, so that's no. Weird. Stop! Don't put that out there. It's not true. You were in an acapella group just nope. like yeah. before COVID, it's like a true. a post collegiate acapella group. These are lies. Yeah. These you are were actually lies. in an acapella group uh, during COVID called no. Aca COVID. Stop. Yeah, really bad name. Yeah, Not really bad name, and then also like distasteful, distasteful yes, for agree. the millions who have lost their lives. I agree. <laughs> so you agree, and you still did it. And you still did it. Yeah. See, that's the real. That's the real kicker, right there. It's true. We yeah. just made too much money, so I had to yeah. forego the morals. People were pouring into theaters to watch you perform Aka COVID. Live it's theaters. true. It's true. Ba, Your best ba, song. Ba, yeah. Your best song involved, <laughs> um, like, you as the white member of the cast. Yeah. Rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 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 You did the rap. You did the Buster Rhymes rap in. Uh, you don't need to now. remind me. I know. Mm. I can't believe I almost got away with it too. If it weren't for those meddling kids, <laughs> they canceled you. They canceled you. Yeah, they canceled you hard. Stop! No. Yeah. Well, that's not even to speak of the first time you got canceled, which was even worse. Why was I canceled the first time? Pray do tell. Um, dick too small. Yeah, dick too Stop. small. Stop. In a public uh, photograph. It was. The only thing that was confusing about that was the judge said it would have been fine for my dick to be out if it were a little bigger. Yeah. That was weird. I thought that was a strange verdict. Because usually judges don't even comment on dick size, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was giving me the whole up and down. So, Like he was like checking you out? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Order in the court. Yeah, order in the court is right. <laughs> Did anybody say that? No, clearly not. I just watched the trial on TV, so I just watched the I just watched the Ryan Murphy remake of the trial. Mm, interesting. I listened to a podcast about it too. Guess who played Ethan in the Ryan Murphy remake? Oh, who was it? Uh, Paul Giamatti. Wow, yeah. that's huge for you, Ethan. Wow. Well, it's, it was actually quite small. But. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't there something called The Trial? The Trial uh, of the Chicago 7? There's a, yeah. The Trial, the novel by Franz Kafka. Oh, I know. That's, I think that is literally yeah, right. what I'm thinking of, to be honest. Yeah, that's mm. a, no, that's a book. That's very yeah. different. That book is so Kafka-esque. Yeah, it's true. Nice, Jaden. Nice use of the term. It's true. Thank you. Do you want to hear the summary of it? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. The Trial is a novel written by Franz Kafka between 1914 and 1915 and published on the 26th of April, 1925. Posthumously. Posthumously. One of his best-known works that tells the story of Yosef K., a man arrested and prosecuted by a remote, inaccessible authority with the nature of his crime revealed neither to him nor the reader. Freaky. Mm. That's actually quite similar to your story, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Trial by fire. And then Anthony Hopkins was in the movie remake of... Mm. Oh, okay. He's also in... Yo mama. No, I wish. No. I wish she was my dad. Oh, that actually reminds me. Um, we wanted to stage an intervention on the pod. Ethan is addicted to saying yo mama in response to anything and everything we put in the group chat. 
Yeah, it's really bad. It is a problem. He thinks it's funny. We don't like it. Nobody likes it. It's not even that I don't like it. It's that I just don't think it's funny. Yeah. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It's like, you know, when you say something ironically, but then it starts happening for real. Jaden knew me during the Belegda phase of my life, uh, which I can't, yeah, that was dark I can't believe you got through the that. The what phase? Do you know the meme Belegda? No. What? Oh, yes, you do. Um, it sounds to me like she's saying, my nasty. You hear what you want to hear. My nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so for a while in college, like maybe a full calendar year, Ethan would just say Belag Day all the time. <laughs> and for a, a good chunk of that calendar year, we were on a road trip <laughs> in close quarters oh, in right. a car. <laughs> so you couldn't get away. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. From henceforth out, unless I am specifically referring to your mother, Jaden or Margo, I will not say yo mom. <laughs> I don't believe it for a second. But it's it's good to it's good it's to good. hear him. Yeah, we have it on public record. Yeah. <laughs> Much like his tiny tiny wiener was in Stop. a famed photograph. Stop. Which was then put on trial and then that trial was made into a Ryan Murphy. A Ryan television Murphy series television series on TBS Characters Welcome. Uh. Starring Wait, no, TBS very funny. That's embarrassing for me. Wow. It, yeah, it was a comedy. It was weird. Starring Paul Giamatti as Ethan yeah. Embry. And starring the shrimp from the Shark Tale movie. The shrimp that one of the sharks tries to eat. Yeah. That as Ethan's animated. Exactly. That was actually a big moment for that shrimp. What? That was actually a big role for that shrimp. It was huge. Emmy nominated. He didn't win, but I mean, he's a shrimp playing a penis, so. Yeah, so I'm in the Academy. (laughs) Did you know that Kyle... McLaughlin was in the Flintstones movie. Have you seen that movie? It's freaking wild. Freaking wild. Freaking wild. I'm sorry. I just turned into the guy from The Circle for yeah. a second. But have you seen the Flintstones movie? I haven't. It's no. so good. We should. Seems watch like it. a cursed movie. Oh, it's Guys, so good. Y'all just talked to my talked about my penis at length and did not give me a moment to respond. <laughs> okay. Did you see the Flintstone movie though? That's not what I want to talk about. Elizabeth Taylor's in it, and so is John Goodman. <laughs> We're just steamrolling, okay? It's fine. (laughs) The Flintstones movie was Elizabeth Taylor's final theatrical film appearance. That's amazing. What I wanted to say when while you guys were talking about my penis was uh, that the problem is that you guys have connected this bit about my penis to so many other things in this intro that I can't delete the penis bit. <laughs> so now- <laughs> I think I think it's good. I think that we don't need to delete it. Okay, yeah. But anyways, welcome to it's not that scary. Yeah, ten minutes in a horror movie podcast, new record maybe, starring. Paul Giamatti as Ethan. <laughs> exactly. Who's gonna play us in? The, who's gonna play us in the live action remake of, yeah. of this podcast? Yeah, we should cover this before we actually get into the intro. Yeah. Um, Jaden, you're gonna be uh, DJ Quali. Obviously, DJ Quail. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Quail. No, you, you thought you thought his nick his not last name was not Quail but Quali. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a Y in it, so I was confused. Okay. And I'll be played by Francis McDermott. There you go. It's a good choice. Who was born in 1957, which is the year year we're watching today. Yeah, so, you know, we're going through more movies chronologically. Last week, we 
finished up the year 1956, and uh, we moved into the year 1957 for this week. We watched Night of the Demon. Also known as Curse of the Demon. Also known as Horror. Yeah. Um, wow, spoiler. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, though, because we, we got to... We got to talk about the year first. You know the drill. What's going on in 1957, Margot? Well, as we discussed, Francis McDormand was born. That's huge. And That's pretty big. And Osama bin Laden. Oh, wow. So you think coincidence? They were separated at birth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1957. Big year for things. I just wrote a bunch of stuff down. Jaden's cheating. I'm sorry. He's I'm looking, looking at, at the list notes. again. Okay. So first up, the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference formed in atlanta georgia and uh dr martin luther king jr was elected president so they're doing some civil rights stuff nice cool it really is all happening in atlanta huh yeah for some reason growing up and learning about the civil rights movement i don't remember atlanta being such a central uh point for it more birmingham Uh uh-huh there's a birmingham bus boycott um Somebody thought the the year 1957 could use a little silliness to it. And that somebody was Random House Publishing. And they published Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss. Hey, everybody. I just want everybody to know I burned my thumb on the lighter earlier. And it's, it's, uh... I burned my hand on the stove. Not to seal your thunder. You just did. You already did. I'm sorry. I'm crying now. I have burned my uh, fingers multiple times at Chipotle, not to steal both of your thunders, but it's definitely worse. Sorry about it. Wow. Ethan doesn't even work at Chipotle. I do. He just goes behind the counter and... Yeah, you just go behind the the counter and try to touch the fire. Right. (laughs) So I can tell people I burned my fingers. (laughs) Yeah. And one-up them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, challenge, Margo. I want you to make a segue from each fact to the next fact for the remainder of the facts. <laughs> okay, if I can do that, then I should probably be awarded, like, the Pulitzer Prize in Literature, like John F. Kennedy was for Profiles and Courage in 1957. Thank you. And, Thank you. And when I, when I uh, saw this fact, I had a really stupid moment where I was like, oh, I didn't realize Profiles and Courage came out before he was president. Like, I thought he wrote it after he was president. But he ain't right nothing because he got shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know who else got shot in the head? John Lennon, who Woo! met Paul McCartney for the first time in Woo! 1957. We're killing it here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Lennon. I'm sorry. I wrote John Lennon. I wrote John Lennon. <laughs> Spoke too soon. John Lennon was playing in a church band uh, called something. Oof. And Paul McCartney came to see it. And they met for the first time. And oh, it was wow. adorable. That's cute. Wow. You know what else was a major first this year? What? Um, Eisenhower was the first president to fly on a helicopter. Oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah, big executive power. You know who else has executive power? Uh, the governor, the governor of Arkansas, in fact, called in the National Guard to help support the integration of a high school in Little Rock, uh, the Little Rock Crisis. Yeah, so that was that was a crisis. Um, the National Guard was called in. Several people were sent to jail, to the jailhouse. Uh, jailhouse Rock, unrelated to that, I assume, premiered this year only to be destroyed 62 years later by Riverdale. Have you seen that video, Ethan? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, have what? you seen the video? Have you seen the video? Is that the one where they're in prison? Yep, and mm. the girls come. <laughs> okay, yeah, this video is really good. I've never seen Riverdale. Ethan, you would love Riverdale. It's great, like, so bad it's good. Cringy TV. I definitely thought Jailhouse Rock came from um, Schoolhouse Rock. 
No. Like explaining, like explaining to kids how prison works. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's by Elvis Presley. <laughs> Elvis Presley um, is like blowing up in the 50s and uh, become, is, is so famous, becomes super famous, remains famous until his death in the 80s, I think. And he dies on the toilet. <laughs> but do you know what the first TV show premiering in 1957 was that showed a toilet on screen? Leave it to Beaver. Wow. Yeah. That's like from what? Episode one? Yeah. Not yeah. Psycho. Wow. Leave it to Beaver. Nice. Yeah. So, um, again, first television show with a toilet in it, uh, similar to the first dog in space. Woo. Leica. Soviet launched her into space. Wow. Um, so much is happening. Yeah. She did not come back down. Yeah. Uh, what yeah they just sent her up to be burned up in the atmosphere it's really sad just to see what would happen (laughs) because they did not what did you think happened did you think the dog piloted the rocket back into the (laughs) well i wouldn't assume that you would send a dog in the first place because what's a dog gonna do anyway (laughs) why not send like an inchworm or something like (laughs) well they were they, they also sent chimps, and yeah. they were basically just, like, testing to see what the effects of going to outer space would be like. So I guess they were able to observe the dog while it was in space, yeah. even if they weren't able to test so on it sad. after it came home. They just, they just had no idea what doing what, going, yeah, to like space going into do. space would they do thought, to your body. like, all your organs would, like, turn inside out or some shit. So sad. So they had to test it. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, Ethan, you know what always makes me happier is um, musicals, such as The Music Man, which premiered on Broadway. Mm, And it fucking, Music Man uh, beat West Side Story for best musical. Wow. Um, But you know who was something of a music man himself? Who? Richard Starkey. He received his first drum set this year. You don't know Richard Starkey? No, never heard of him. No. Wow. Is that Ringo? Damn it, Jaden. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Ringo Starr. Nice. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so he got his first drum set, which is adorable. He's so cute. Yeah. Ringo. 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 Um, but that was 1957 for you. Wow. Big year. Uh, Big year. Great job on the segues, Mark. I agree. You are Thank a you. champ. Thank you. And we'll be expecting that Pulitzer in the mail any day now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they better. It's true. I um, assume they just send it to you in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have my address. And all of that was just to avoid talking about this horrible, horrible yeah. movie. <laughs> yes. So, Margaret, why don't you introduce it, actually, since it was your week to choose? Okay, well, so there weren't a whole lot of movies that looked good to me this year. So I was trying to decide between this one and one that had really... This one has good reviews, or I don't know. It fucking has... 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and of course, our boy, Martin Scorsese, included it in his list of 11 scariest films ever. SMH. Whatever. Martin Scorsese, if you're listening, you're a pussy boy. Yeah, you're a fucking <laughs> <And> fraud. <laughs> not, even, not even a fraud. I think he's just... just such a scaredy just cat. Just a scaredy cat. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know how this movie could possibly scare you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, I was just trying to decide between this and another movie that had worse reviews, but was written by a woman, first one ever, and I... It gave Jaden a choice, and he said this one. So it's <laughs> Jaden's fault. But basically, this movie is... <laughs> this is not my fault. Uh, this movie is about an American psychologist named John who visits England 
um, with his friend, Joanna, whose uncle, Professor Harrington, died mysteriously. His death was connected to this satanic cult led by uh, Dr. Julian Carswell, suspected in more than one death, and there's a demon involved. Yeah, and basically this doctor who's running, running the cult sets a curse on Dr. John Holden, <laughs> um, and uh, the entire movie he like doesn't believe it until the very end he does, and has to deal with the problem of being cursed <laughs> to die three days later. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's so really bad. bad. Yeah. And the reason it's really bad is because in the first, like, five minutes, you get to see the demon, and it's, like, cheesy and stupid, but at least it's something. And then for the next hour and a half, it's just people talking about, hmm, is this curse real? And then the main guy's like, no, I don't think so. And that's it. Yeah. And, like, just different scenes of people trying to convince him it's real. It feels yeah. very, like... Like, we've taken several steps back. Yes. Like, this feels like yeah. something that was made in the 30s or 40s in terms of scare truly. factor. Yeah. Like, Invasion truly. of the Body Snatchers and Bad Seed, those were both so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And yeah. this really feels like it's, like, was made in the 40s and released in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. The production was turbulent due to artistic differences between um, the producer and director uh, and the original plan that the director and the... Uh, cast and the writers all agreed on were to not was to not show the demon on screen but the producer decided to just stick it in there and it's really funny <laughs> yeah and it, it you know there there is this thing in um like the horror movie criticism community or whatever that says like if you show your mo- like the second you show your monster is when it loses all of its mystery and all of its horror and they start by mm-hmm. showing the monster so yeah. i mean that really does set the tone because it's very silly looking. Yeah. It looks like a child's action figure or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's also strange that like, I don't know, that like this guy curses um, John and the way that he's killed is like there's like a giant demon that just like comes yeah. out of nowhere and just. Right. Well, that anybody could see. Yeah. Uh, if you're not careful. Yeah. No, and I I totally agree with the like don't show the monster if you don't have to thing, but that's what I think this movie needed was more monster monster activity because the stuff that they that John and all the people he was talking to throughout the movie the stuff that they were talking about was not intriguing or suspenseful yeah. or mysterious at all. Yeah, I think they could have um, still not shown the monster and have things happen with just, like, yeah. discovering the bodies and, like, sure. blah, 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 and then reveal the monster closer to the end when mm-hmm. uh, John is confronted with it. I think that would have been a good route to go, still building suspense and having totally. things happen um, and not having to show the monster right away, but... I don't know. I would have preferred seeing the monster every 10 minutes like it's a Scooby-Doo movie than <laughs> yeah. to this. Yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, the ratio of scary scene to not scary scene in this, it, it like, breaks the charts. It like Because, yeah. like, there just is none. There are no right. scary scenes. <laughs> and it's just, oh, so much of talking in a room. Yeah. It's no Queen of Spades where it literally transcends the genre into period piece romance. But, yeah. Uh, it it still is not nearly scary or suspenseful enough for it to be anything close to a horror movie. Yeah. It, 
it's a, it's a disappointment. I will say that. Sure. And it was directed by Jacques Tourneau. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Jack Turner. <laughs> Who also directed Cat People, I Walked with the Zombie. Ooh. Cat People and I Walked with the Zombie. Both of those movies are better than this one. Yeah. Yeah, by for far. sure. And they feel more like... Horror movies. Uh, yeah, and more... Moody. Modern, contemporary. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Cat People, which is the first of his that we watched, I think first chronologically as well, was definitely his scariest. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. sort of down downhill from there. Yeah. I've grown fonder for I Walked with a Zombie over time just because I think there were some shots that were really uh, like ahead of their time and haunting. Yeah. And this movie, that's another thing this movie lacked, just like any sense of style whatsoever. Yeah. It was very just British. And the Brits are not making good movies at this time. Let me tell (laughs) you, movies are made in the United States of America. Amen. Amen. Hollywood, California, where dreams go... To be put on the big screen, and all the ladies are calling your name. Exactly. This is all facts, Margo. I did not like this movie. Yeah, I'm honestly comfortable moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a lot to cover in the second segment. Yeah, it's true, it's true. true. I think the only thing I'll say is, like, we watched this movie... I watched this movie like three or four days ago, and I have forgotten like ninety percent of what happens in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah we watched it yesterday. We've forgotten. Yeah, 90% just like of truly it. nothing memorable or of note. Truly, Stonehenge yeah. was in it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My the very thing beginning. is like, Great Britain ain't scary, you know. Yeah, of course. Not scary at all. Not scary at oh, all. I'm a ghost. Yeah. I honestly, I honestly wish this movie had something like that, <laughs> like a tiny ghost child. What to spice things up? Well, there was the the medium who uh, spoke spoke. Oh yeah, right, spoke with funny voices. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And he literally spoke like a child at one point. So there is this yeah. one point where where a guy is there's a seance that happens and a guy is being channeled through, uh, like the spirits and you you don't know if it's fake or real, but he does a really funny like "Hi, I'm Timmy" like moment. It's like really yeah. bizarre. <laughs> Where's mommy? Uh, <laughs> Snorer. Yeah. yeah um, this is... I won't say snore because I didn't fall asleep, but borer without a doubt. Director Martin Scorsese placed Night of the Demon <laughs> on his list of the 11 scariest horror films of all time. Yeah. Unbelievable. So if, you, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't sent Martin Scorsese hate mail by now, what are you doing <laughs> with your life? Yeah, we send them hate mail daily. We're actually not allowed to send them any more mail because we've been sent a cease and desist. I said this before, but we're not even, like, trying to be like, oh, it wasn't even that scary. It's not like, oh, this was so cheesy. How could he think this was scary? It's like, how how did you think this was scary? Like, why did you think this was scary? No, that's a good point, Ethan, because it's... It's not even, like, if there's a movie that's trying to be scary and failing, I'll give it props. But, like, this isn't trying. Uh, it's sort of sort of like the Ben Simmons of horror movies for my basketball fans. That's a topical joke. Don't know who it's that just, is. Ju- I think you're the only person who watches. I guess your dad. Um, I don't think my dad listens to this, but Nathan does sometimes. So maybe he'll, he'll that one's for you, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Ben Simmons? Um, what do you do? He's um, one of uh, Philadelphia's stars, and they lost last night and got uh-huh. eliminated from the playoffs because he sucked so hard, and he's afraid to shoot the basketball. Damn. Dang. 
just shoot the ball. Have some faith. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if you shoot faith. for the stars and you shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Amen, sister. That's what mm-hmm. I always say. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of shooting for the moon, believing in yourself, and having faith <laughs> that you can get through something. Yeah, very good. For our second uh, segment this week, we, uh, we're going to do a retrospective on the Saw series. All the Saws, the whole franchise, uh, well, okay, not the whole franchise, the first seven films in the franchise, not the spinoffs. We haven't seen Spiral yet, so stop asking yeah. us to review it unless stop. you want to pay $20 so we can watch it on <laughs> Amazon Prime. Because I would watch it because I am... I, I would too. I, I am <laughs> obsessed with Saw. <laughs> Saw 1 is probably one of my favorite horror movies, top five for sure. The original Saw it's like Sisevenin, but actually, people say Sisevenin is a scary movie. I guess it's scary. It's not a horror movie. Saw is like horror, yeah, horror, like for sure. classic early 2000s, beautiful soundtrack. The cinematography is it's so yellow. Mwah. The acting. It's like in a sewer. Uh, Carrie, I don't know how to say his last name. Ella, Ellis? The guy who played Wesley in Princess Bride. Yeah, he's in the first one. It's just a really, really, really well done movie and there are seven of them you can watch yeah um and we watched so i've seen the first one a bunch of times we saw the second one kind of recently um but i'd never seen the sequels and so we watched three through seven in like the last week and we're here to talk about the whole thing yeah yeah so just sort of a, a note on that topic i was not as involved in this rewatch on account of I don't really enjoy the Saw movies as much as Margo or Ethan. Um, so I um, watched three, watched four, watched five, and then uh, didn't watch six and watched a little bit of seven when Margo had it on. Yeah. Um, Jaden didn't watch um, six like out of protest. Like he specifically yeah, didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like uh, I like miss it or something. I just chose not to. Yeah. When I was talking about how... I wanted to watch Saw 7. He was like, you you don't have to. You, like, really don't. It's okay if you guys just talk about 3 through 6. And I was like, N- I have no problem watching, yeah. like, yeah. six movies in a row. Yeah. It's a shame, though, I didn't watch 6, though, because you guys say apparently it was one of the best. 6 is, yeah, one of one of the top. It's fun. Uh, in my top, top three or four. Um, have you been a fan of the Saw movies, like, even when you were littler or when in our youth? Or is this a later in life thing? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the first one when I was probably, like, when I started to first get into horror movies. And I really liked it. And then I revisited it, still really liked it. I would say it's not, like, super scary. Like, there are no, like, supernatural elements. Or it's very, like, I don't even know how you would classify it. Like, psychological. People like, say, like, torture porn. But it is a little bit more than that. I don't think, I especially the first one, I don't think it's really torture porn at all. Uh, at all? No, I mean, that. I don't think so. Not the first one. Okay. I, I see where you're coming from with the first one, but I think all of the subsequent ones, it, it's not a stretch to call it torture porn. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you like. Um, I know, like, torture porn has, like, a um, negative connotation. connotation. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I don't but, mean to use in I don't this know. case. People are being tortured in these movies, so. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not, like, exploitation films. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Oh, on the Wikipedia page, while the films have been classified as torture porn by some critics, many fans and also the creators of Saw disagree with that term. Um, so I just think it depends on the like intention of the filmmakers. And I feel like torture porn and exploitation movies really only exist to showcase like that element yeah. of it. Whereas Saw is really <laughs> trying to tell a story and there happens to be a lot of uh, yeah. fun torture elements in it. Yeah, you're right. None of the tortures that occur in Saw are like superfluous or like um, not explained. Like every person that's tortured by Jigsaw, he has a reason for it. He has a plan um, that's explained, and there's like a backstory. So. And there's no sexual assault in the whole series. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's a big plus. That's good. Yeah, I guess you know torture porn would be like the movies on the iceberg, uh, where that is just the movie. Um, and, you know, uh, I am always surprised at how much more than just torture porn these Saw movies are. But I, um, we are being, like, a little bit tongue-in-cheek when we say that there is, like, more going on and they're trying to tell a story. Because at the end of the yes. day, it is silly. It is just, like, a silly movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, I think the first movie is, like, severely underrated as a film. Um I think, like, standalone, that movie is, like, genuinely a good movie, and it's, like, well done, I think, in, mm-hmm. the, in the context of early 2000s horror. Mm-hmm. Like, if you compare it to something like, uh, like Final Destination 1, it, it has sure. more of a, an identity and a, like, general thesis and point of view. Yeah, I totally That's agree. Mm-hmm. And something I really like about the Saw franchise is how much the Saw franchise cares about the other Saw movies. Um, there, there's a lot of continuity, especially in like movies four through seven. Um, and they don't really ever break that continuity. And there's a lot that relies on you having seen the other movies to really, really comprehend right. what's happening. You obviously... You can see any of these standalone and they give you enough information and provide enough like um like flashback and like context to, yeah. to know what's going on. But having seen them all in order, I definitely think that improved my viewing experience of this movie yeah. because I was more helpful for me to understand like what was happening, who are these people, what is their relationships. So another thing I really like about the Saw series is that the main the big bad, Jigsaw is killed in the third one, and they make four movies after he's yeah. dead, and it's not, it doesn't feel weird. Yeah, it feels like a natural progression to the story, not necessarily like it ended and they just kept it going. There's even stuff in the seventh one that harkens back to the first movie in a way that doesn't feel super forced, which I was really impressed with. Yeah. And another big thing, so Saw movies, if we're going to break them down into... Um, like, there, there are simplest forms. We've got uh, the games that Jigsaw makes his victims play. So, ultimately, Jigsaw's main goal is to make you choose life boring. Or, not boring, but just, like, whatever. <laughs> okay, Jigsaw. Uh, to make you choose life when you're faced with certain death. And you always have to, like, I don't know, pry a, your eyeballs out to escape a trap. Um, so, we've got that element. We've also got the element of... Um, the police always on the hunt for Jigsaw, ultimately losing that hunt. And then the third thing is the twist. All the movies have a fun twist at the end that makes you look back at the rest of the movie in a different yeah. light. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely my favorite part of the Saw franchise is the twists are always really fun, recontextualizes right. the rest of the movie, and makes you appreciate it a little more. Um, especially, um, I really enjoyed how... There are multiple twists, but one of the twists at the end of the fourth one is that it's happening concurrently with the events of the third one. Yeah. Even though they've led you to believe that it was happening after the events of the third one. Um, and sort of that combination of like intertwining the movies, but also including a twist in that is yeah. really fun, I thought. Yeah, and in a lot of the movies, you will also be following like one person who's going through a series of traps and meeting different people. And sometimes the twists turn out to be that the people that the that they're meeting are related to each other in in specific and mysterious ways. And that's also that can be fun too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I will say. Um... The, the torture scenes are, are always hard for me to, to get through. Not super enjoyable for me. Because it's too visceral? Some of them are fun. Yeah, it's just too visceral. I, like, don't want to look at the screen a lot of times. And that's just not the way I want to enjoy a movie, personally. For sure, that's valid. There were some scenes in Saw 3 that, like, made me sick to my stomach. Oh, and definitely. And I think once you watch a lot of them, you get a little bit desensitized to that. But, yeah, no, I totally, I totally see where you're coming from, Jaden. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do find uh, a lot of the other elements really compelling. I love Jigsaw as a villain. I think he's really fun. Yeah. Do you mean the puppet or John? John. Yeah. Well, the puppet's not Jigsaw. Right. The puppet's name is, I just learned this, Billy the Puppet. Yeah. So where does Jigsaw come from? Uh, he ca- I think that's just what he called himself, and then he carves a Jigsaw puzzle piece out of all of his victims. Ah. When I was little, um, or littler, and when these movies were coming out, the Billy the Jigsaw puppet scared me on par to, like, Chucky. It's so scary. Yeah, I didn't want to watch the movies when I was younger for that reason. It was too scary. And I always thought before I, like, actually saw the movie that the puppet, like, came to life. Yeah, and, like, was a yeah. killer. I definitely thought that, too. <laughs> me, too. I, I think it's fun that they advertise it like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a kind um, of play and- off of... Yeah, other horror elements. And I also like in this series how um, the people who are trapped in the jigsaw traps, um, they're in a very extraordinary circumstance. So like Margot was saying, like these aren't movies where you necessarily like get the creeps afterwards when you're like home alone. But there are also scenes where, where you get to see how people get kidnapped. And that's very like you'll get spooked when you're home alone later thinking about those scenes because they're always very i think really well done where they just draw the tension and then the pig person comes and snatches you in your bathroom while you're pooping yeah yeah a lot of these movies i would say probably all of them uh have a non-linear uh like plot so it's a lot of flashbacks to previous events a lot of like concurrent things happening at the same time um Saw two really great twist events of the movie are, are like reversed again, which I guess they kind of do in Saw four a little bit, um, but like with a different take, uh, which I think is is a fun fun way to engage with the movie um, and to that keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot of times when they're transitioning from location to location or from different times to different times they'll do a really cool visual uh transition with some of the camera work um yeah. a little hard to explain yeah, but fun. they'll do like a, a quick pan from like a year ago to today mm-hmm. in a way that's like really fun to watch yeah 
Um, I mentioned this before, but the, it's like these movies are also highly stylized, which I think is is fun, and just the, and the like the color palette they use. Yeah. Um, Everything has like a yellow filter over it. Yeah. Yeah. Very peepy. Makes you feel like you're walking in sewage for the whole movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely really yucky. Yeah. And sometimes the movies have a message. For example, yeah. Saw 6 says universal healthcare is a human right. Hmm. Jigsaw is um, driven to kill for a few reasons. One of which is the death of his unborn son. The second of which is he develops this inoperable cancer and um, is slowly dying. So he's upset that he has like squandered his life and that nobody will help him live now that he's chosen chosen to live. And that comes up like throughout the whole series, but especially in the first, sixth, and I guess first, third, sixth, and seventh ones are dealing a lot with Jigsaw's condition. And he, uh, the reason he like starts doing this is because like he went through like a, a near-death experience, right? Like he had, it was in a car crash or something and had a piece of metal in his mm-hmm. tummy. Yeah, so he tried to commit suicide oh. by driving his car off of a cliff, but then he was able to crawl from the wreckage and pull the piece of metal out of his tummy, mm-hmm. his own saw trap. And through the pain, he was reborn into a new person. Exactly. So then exactly he tries to do the says. same thing with other people, but most of them don't appreciate it. And most of them die. <laughs> most of them would just rather die. <laughs> yeah. Margaret and I talked about this a little bit too, but like, um, I, I am always amazed in these movies of people's will to live through these situations. Because, like, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, if you do die, if you choose not to torture yourself in some way to live, um, the death is, like, pretty quick. And I would so much rather do that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you think about all the trauma you're going to have to endure in therapy after this. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. It never truly heals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't go to the movies because if you see a preview for a Saw movie, it'll be super (laughs) true. Yeah, it'll remind you of that time you were in a Saw trap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awkward. awkward no it's true <laughs> it's true sometimes the 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 method to get out is so unbelievably brutal that you're just like what's the point yeah yeah or you have but to, that's like, few kill, and far between kill another person yeah mm-hmm. or chop off your arm yeah i will say that 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 part of the movie is the part that intrigues me the least is the is the philosophy behind yeah. Jigsaw? Just because I just don't, I just don't buy it. He, yeah, it's, it's like so, you're not going to convince me you're a moral person, Jigsaw. Yeah, it's so inconsistent too. Because sometimes it's like, like rapists and um, like racists or like child monsters yeah. or whatever. And then sometimes it's just like you let your girlfriend cheat on you, and now you have to fight <laughs> the man he's she's cheating on you with. Yeah, yeah. And then he has a. a big opinion about addicts right yeah, right really which is not like the addicts tea. which is not the tea. not the tea yeah. no no that's in the same movie that he's spew- he's going off on universal health care so for half of the movie you're going yas queen jigsaw and then on the other half we're saying listen jigsaw that's a little cringe king yeah <laughs> yeah i want to rethink this king king mm. <laughs> yeah and in the set in the seventh one uh, he's torturing a guy because the guy pretended to be a Jigsaw survivor for the money on a book deal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jigsaw apparently found this so unbelievably offensive that he had to. Well, I guess John was dead by that point, but... 
Um, but I think John knew about it. And yeah, because he, he visited him while he was still alive. Oh, and, like, right. Right. <laughs> like, talked to him in a bookstore. Yeah. Right. I think, um, so John dies in the third one, and obviously the fourth through seventh one have things happening in them. Um, and Obviously. It's, obviously. <laughs> and it's <laughs> revealed that, um, it, like, in the second movie, that Jigsaw has the, uh, these apprentices who work for him, um, and the identity of the, I think, ultimately three apprentices are revealed throughout the series. Um, so they're kind of uh, carrying on Jigsaw's literal will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But John is, even yeah. though he dies, he's still in the rest of the movies in flashback scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He wears yeah. a really cool outfit in Saw 7. He does. He wears like a, a baseball cap and it's very much, how, how do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. Like backwards <laughs> hat, big big sweater. It's really, yeah. really good. Um, the seventh <laughs> one is definitely the dumbest. It's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the uh, we touched on this a little bit, the, but the music in this mo- these movies uh, are so, so good. Yeah, because the soundtrack the always really soundtrack. kicks in right when the t- twist is revealed at the end. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's just pure bliss. The main, the main song is called uh, yeah. Hello Zep. Da-na-na, <laughs> da-na-na, da-na-na, da-na-na. Actually, this would be a great time for da-na-na. my acapella group to do uh, a little yeah. rendition. Whoa. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they also, I actually look back. Um, they also do this song at uh, H- Halloween Horror Night at Six Flags. They do this they song do. and then Down with the Sickness and then the Halloween theme and then they just repeat those three songs uh, <laughs> endlessly. <laughs> That's For the awesome. parade, it's really good. Oh, according to David Hackle, the director of this movie um, or the producer of this movie, all of the traps are um, real. They're a real object, not CGI. Oh. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. None of them really look CGI. Yeah. But you know movies these days. Yeah. Um, I think a fun thing to do would be to all say our favorite saw trap from the franchise. Oh, yeah. So we'll do our favorite saw trap, and then we'll rank the seven movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can go first. I think my favorite one is from... I believe it's the third movie with the pig guts. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but hell yeah. Um, so there's this one guy who is uh, chained by the neck. So he's lying on his back and he can't get up the bottom of like a big like pool. And um, these pigs, like dead pigs, come in and on a conveyor belt go through a shredder. And the guts all spew out onto him. And so he's going to drown unless uh, another guy like saves him somehow. But it's really fun. Yeah. And so gross. That one's good, especially because the other guy really milks it. Yeah. He, really he like, milks it. Because <laughs> the guy in the pool, like, <laughs> he really lets the, the guts pile up. Yeah. He really gets yeah, the guts. Yeah. <laughs> the guts, the guts uh, are going. The guts are going. Um, my favorite trap is technically a, an entire game, I guess. Um, the uh, In the sixth movie? Or the fifth movie. The fifth movie, the when uh, everybody has to work together to get through the house. Mm, that one's I fine. really like that one. And they, so in the fifth movie, there are five people. Okay, another part of this um, franchise is there is like a singular game that's happening that involves all these traps. And usually um, we're following this person in addition to the cops as they're trying to figure it out. And the central game to the fifth movie involves five people working through like this abandoned like meat factory or whatever the fuck. Um, and it's revealed that uh, at the end, they should have all worked together to beat the, the traps and they would have been able to escape with little to no injuries. 
Um, so I really like that. It's a it's a fun one. That's interesting. Uh, I think my favorite is from the second, which is my favorite of the series. Um, I call I don't know what it's well, don't called. Don't say but, don't say your favorite uh, yet. It's okay. I think my favorite <laughs> trap. I mean, sorry. There is uh, a woman who is being punished because she was an addict again. Problematic king. Uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Problematic. But she has to find uh, a key in a haystack. Uh, but instead of hay, it is syringe needles. And that one feels really visceral to me. Ugh. Needle in a haystack, but it's like a key in a needle stack. Yeah. Really good. Oh, wait. Can I give an honorable mention, actually? Because I just remembered one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so Jigsaw's first saw trap. Um, he kills um, the man who's responsible for... Um, his unborn child dying. Cecil. Um, and the, the saw trap is that he's like strapped in a chair and the way to get out of the chair um, and not die is there are a bunch of knives in front of his face and he has to uh, <laughs> gently push his face against the knives to like push them out of the way so he can get out of the trap. Um, and it's <laughs> just really funny it. the way that, because Jigsaw is like there for that one in yeah. the flesh, which he usually isn't. And he's just like, just push your face against the knives. <laughs> It's just very silly. I wanted to say while we were talking about the apprentices, um, I really like how um, the apprentices' own quests are so interlocked with each other and Mm -hmm. their own, like, lives are in the hands of the other people, which um, solves the question of, like, why do they continue to to carry out John's will when it's so traumatic because they literally have to. And you, you find that out throughout the movies in really clever ways. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort of the same kind of question of like, why are they still recording in found footage movies, but answered in a way that's yeah clever and interesting. All right. There's, did you know that there's a, a bunch of theme park attractions? Made in the... <laughs> For Saw. Oh, yeah. Saw, yeah. That's fun. Uh, Saw the Ride is a uh, roller coaster themed around the franchise. Wow, I want to ride this so badly. That sounds so fun. <laughs> oh my god, Is it just a roller so coaster fun. or do you got to do... You got to cut off your leg or what do you do? Yeah, you got to cut off your leg and then you can ride the roller coaster. Mm. Ride experience. The mm. ride features unique ride elements which would be considered spoilers in the description below. What? Who cares about <laughs> A roller coaster, roller coaster being spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> Ride generally dispatches two cars in quick successions. The first of these bypasses an initial encounter with Billy, who explains the experience ahead. Riders then approach two dimly lit swinging pendulum blades, which appear to get closer, before a surprise hidden drop that is nearly vertical, seemingly plunging them directly into a pit of strobe lit spikes, which are narrowly avoided. 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 Air blasts then fire out at riders, imitating the firing of syringes from loaded (laughs) crossbows, which appear to miss over riders' heads. (gasps) That felt just like a syringe from a loaded crossbow. Where riders can see see Jigsaw in a pool of blood. Water is sprayed at riders to imitate blood. The train exits the warehouse and travels toward the 100-foot vertical lift hill. Before entering the lift hill, ride pa- riders pass th- by two video screens and a digital cu- timer counting down to zero. When it reaches zero, Billy appears on screen and Jigsaw says, game over. The lift hill engages the trains, which gradually accelerate as they ascend. After reaching the top, the trains dive down the 100 degree drop. Oh my god. The rest is just ele- is just normal elevation talk. stuff, I think. <laughs> oh, it yeah. sounds so fun. I want to go on it so badly. Mm. And then there's a themed queue. 
Aw. Oh, I loved it theme cue. Aw. I need to. I need to write Saw the Ride. <laughs> okay, we can. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, now let's rank our favorite Saw movies in order, starting with our least favorite. Seven. Seven for me. Seven. Yeah, I think the for the last like twenty minutes of Saw Seven are really good, and I like the ending. But uh, the sure. rest of it is especially the like the first thirty minutes are so so bad. Yeah. And it's supposed to be in three D, which oh, just right. never helps yeah. a movie. Stupid, especially not right. Saw. My next least favorite, my sixth favorite movie, uh, is the fifth one. Fifth one's just a lot of backstory. It's also, um, so I don't really like um, falsely accused narratives, and it's a falsely accused narrative where everybody um, thinks that Strom is the bad guy. Okay. Mm, yeah. Well, my ranking's going to get a little bit off because I watched one less movie than you guys. That's fine. Um, but I would say my next least favorite is three. I didn't really like three. I would agree that my next least favorite is five, just because I don't remember it, really. And we watched it two days ago, so... Well, we've just been consuming a lot of movies. Yeah, it's true. Um, my fifth favorite Saw movie is Saw 4. Yeah, I would agree. But this yeah, is, I would agree as well, Saw 4. This is, is where we're starting to get into, like, I enjoyed this one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my fourth favorite Saw movie is Saw... Three. My problem with this one is it's like 20 minutes longer than all the other ones, and you can really feel that. Oh. Mm. Mm, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I saw three for me as well. I will say saw five, because I haven't, I haven't said that one yet. My third favorite is saw six. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's got the right energy. The message. And I like the message, yeah. but I think it steps a little bit too far into the silly direction. For it to get into my number two or number one. It's, yeah, it's very convoluted because there's a lot of, like, Jigsaw's history and then the history of Amanda and then the history of Hoffman. And then there's, like, just, oh, this woman who we thought was dead is actually alive. All of that. But I like in this one their sort of um, quest to figure out the real identity of um, Jigsaw's accomplice. And they, like... And Hoffman knows they're on to him. I think yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Especially when he's in the police station and talking to people. But um, everybody knows, like, what the what the suspicion is, but nobody's saying it out loud. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, my second favorite is Saw 2. Yeah. No. Saw 1. Saw, as it were. And then this would be my most favorite, because, again, I didn't watch two of these movies. Saw, the original. Nice. That's my favorite too. Which I think um, is is the best for me because uh, it's like the simplest trap. So there's not as much gore. Um, yeah. And uh, it's more more just about the two characters trapped in the room together. Yeah. In the first one, there aren't a lot of scenes that show the traps happening as they happen it's a lot of this is a trap that happened and flashback to exactly mm-hmm. what happened and then they do the thing that the saw movies do where everybody like thrashes yeah. around quick around camera cuts and yeah. they speed that up yeah. um the first one also i think is unique in that um for the rest of the movie there uh our like main character who we're following is in a game with multiple traps and this one is just basically one trap yeah. They're just like in a room, right. chained to um, 
like pipes. And there's the element of um, the twist at the end has been in front of your face the whole time, which I really, really enjoy. Yeah, that twist is just like yeah. legendary. I feel like. And then also yeah. just like. And Danny Glover. Oh really? In it? I completely forgot about that. Um, and just like thinking about it as the original, the way it really just set up such an iconic franchise, nothing else like it. Really, uh, really cool stuff. Really impressive. Thank you, James Wan. Thank you, James. James Wan. James Wan and Lee Wanell. Lee. Bless you. Excuse me. Lee plays Adam in the first movie. So he's uh, one of the writers. Hmm. That's fun. And I really like Adam is probably one of my favorite characters from the whole franchise. Adam and I really like Jigsaw too. Yeah, yeah. The scene work in in when Um, they're trapped in that bathroom is good. It's good stuff. Yeah. They have good chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. Saw the original one awards, man. Oh, wow. One awards. Nice. Wow. I'm sure not won Academy the Best awards. Horror at the Golden Trailer Awards. Okay, Carrie yeah. Ellis is was nominated for Best Frightened Performance at the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards. Beautiful. That's he is so frightened before he saws off his fucking leg. <laughs> and the guy who plays John is so perfectly cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really just sells it. Really and sells I it. was on the Saw Reddit the other night and reading, I, I read this um, post that was talking about, um, what's his name, Tobin Bell. And it was saying like how much of a bummer it must have been for him in the first movie to just kind of like lay down and he didn't get a ton of screen time. But then he really, really got to shine Yeah. from the second movie going on. Um, so I'm really for glad sure. he didn't like jump ship after the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Wow, he's 78. Same age as uh, fucking what's-his-name. Joe Biden. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking what's-his-name. <laughs> you know, what's-his-face. <laughs> um, something I do want to ask before we jet um, about the Saw movies is, in like the first couple movies, uh, his traps are things like you have to get uh, a key that I've put in your abdomen or else this thing on your jaw will rip your face off. But then towards the seventh movie, there are like entire carousels built. Mm -hmm. There's one trap where it's a giant glass box in the middle of some place that looks like Times fucking square. And there is like an elaborate saw thing set up with the woman hanging from the ceiling. It's amazing. And And then in the seventh one, uh, this lady's like chained to a thing and then that the platform goes down and an entire like roasting oven encapsulates her <laughs> one piece at a time. Pig shaped. Yeah. And I just like, I don't know, maybe this is just a me thing, but that's when my mind starts to wander into like, how'd you do this? Who built yeah, this? I yeah. I mean, well, at this point he has apprentices. That's true. But it's like some of the stuff out. it's like, I don't know. And I, my, I guess my question was, does that bother you guys? I definitely feel that. It definitely takes me out of it a little bit when the, the traps are so elaborate that I'm like, how could you feasibly build this like, without anybody <laughs> suspecting? I think in like the context of the larger horror genre, I'm going to give the creators of Saw the benefit of the doubt yeah. and say that they were doing this intentionally. Um, just because when you do sequels, you got to go bigger. Yeah, sure. 
That's sure. fair. Yeah, they, is, gotta, they gotta go up somehow. Yeah, it's definitely an unfair criticism of this series, but it is something that is that ha- absolutely happens. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It's definitely really fun to joke about with your friends as you uh, watch these movies, though. Think yeah. about the rental cost yeah. of the properties and... <laughs> Uh, my tummy is really hurting right now, so I think okay. this is a great time to end the podcast. All right, great. Actually, Jaden, this is a good time to do a little saw trap experiment. You're going to have to hold in your poopy for oh, two minutes. I'm just kidding. Boom! Ah! Ah!